You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Turn, turn it down. Turn it way down. Jesus. Turn it off. Turn it off. Yeah, what are we talking about? <laughs> turn it off. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Losers Lounge. Oh. Oh. Nuggets get absolutely mauled by the Grizzlies. <laughs> not ju- not jumbled. Not jumbled at all. Uh, mauled by the Grizzlies. 112.94. 112.94, guys. Doesn't sound bad at all. Pretty good game. Well, you know, it's kind of close. We got severely mundered. <laughs> oh, God, we did get mundered I was severely. Thinking, I was laughing about that, like the whole intro segment in the pregame about how what was the last scoring, mundered. scoring is at an all-time high in the NBA. We're <laughs> 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 like, scoring's out of control. It's disgusting. We have to do something about that. The Nuggets hurt us, and they took matters in their own hands. They're like, these guys are getting a little too comfortable. <laughs> we'll show you what it's like to not score. I tell you what, man. I tip my hat to the Denver Nuggets. I've always said this, the difference between Nuggets fans and Lakers fans. The Nuggets repeatedly teach you how to be humble. Oh, we know, <laughs> dude. I just got, we got our master's degree in humility this night. We, we really did. <laughs> um, we're presented, as always, by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Guys, I know we didn't win uh, the game tonight, sure. the Nuggets, but we also lost every bet. Not a good night. <laughs> Terrible night all around. You're never going to win bets when your starters have to just give up halfway through the third when That's it's like true. we're throwing in the I li- battle. Yeah. I literally didn't even win my Jokic turnover bet. <laughs> he only had three. Bro. <laughs> he didn't play enough, yeah. <laughs> he didn't play enough to get more. I feel like you were right but wrong on that. Bet. I was right but wrong. Um, but good news, everybody. Eric's back. Hey guys, <laughs> Eric. You know what? You can go back to Serbia. Yeah, that's a sentiment shared by we're most people book in my your mentions. Flight in a little bit. What were the and, mentions uh, like we'll tonight? See you uh, in a week. The, I would say that uh, they started off pop. I felt very popular <laughs> to uh, going into the night, and now I feel less popular. I feel like a good number of Nuggets Nation blames me personally. I don't blame them. I feel the same way. Fuck <laughs> me. <laughs> I feel like the blame is partly on you, partly on Dev. Yeah, man. Do we ever think about We're that? uttering the S word a few and games De- ago. Dev's not here. Vote's not here. Maybe they took the vibes with them. Maybe. Yeah, maybe they did. Abandoned us. Uh, and then I do have Harrison Wind over here. It uh, it makes it even worse that this was a terrible night. Worst loss. One of the worst losses of the season because the bar was absolutely packed tonight with a crowd <laughs> that was just wanting to pop off at any moment. And the Nuggets couldn't deliver. We should do a power ranking or potentially a snake draft of the worst elements of tonight. <laughs> That's a good large uh, fourth bar. segment idea. <laughs> yeah. So dumb, man. So dumb all around. Guys, you want a fast breakdown? No. <laughs> Let's go through it. Actually, look at the this. Nuggets had look a very at the, fast. Look at this one. Wow, look the Nuggets had a very, <laughs> very fast breakdown. That reminds me of my note taking in all of school. Here's, I'm going to go line by line. Number one note Jokic got a new scar. Right out the gate, right out the gate, he gets a new scar. That was the first sign of a lot of bad signs. And the first time ever he gets a new scar, and he was pissed, man. He was pissed. He was pissed because he didn't get a foul call. That was a good one, too. That wasn't like a little scratch. That was a good one. He was furious. I was like, oh, he's going to go to Terminator And then mode. the ref, like, wouldn't stop the game. Jokic was like, look at my scar. Look at my... He's like, I'm bleeding I'm all over the court. I'm literally bleeding on you, and you're not stopping the game. The Nuggets went ice cold in the start this game, and this was part of it, man. Like, we're going to break down, but there's this way there's not that many notes. Ice cold to start the game. Just one of nine from three to start. Turns out that wasn't a cold spell. That was just the average that they were going to get from the night. Um, the... The Grizzlies, 50%, they were actually playing pretty well. I don't even know if the Grizzlies were playing great offensively, but they were knocking down some of the, most of their shots or half their shots. And then the bench comes in, 
as soon as you, Denver, Denver was actually only down one. You make a first sub, and I don't know what the run was, 30-2, to 30-4, to four, 30, something like that. 28-20 Grizzlies at the end of the first. Bench got absolutely pummeled. They looked horrible on offense. They looked horrible on defense. And by the time the starters checked back in, the game was over. I mean, they were down 20-something points by the time you get everybody back on the court. Uh, that's it. Actually, second half. <laughs> second half. I went to Illegal Pete's. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I, I literally ne- went to I Illegal Pete's I have never seen Adam leave the bar I in pull, the middle of a game. I pulled a bone. I, I was just going to say, just about to say. He pulled a bone, Island. Oh, no. He left pulled a use the of bar Burkitt's. in the oh, middle God. of the game. I've never even seen that in a preseason game. All right. That's what, how bad it was. What, what had happened was tonight was <laughs> our big uh, event with Rivals, uh, a nice nonprofit that, you know, um, raising Alzheimer's. money for uh, Alzheimer's research. Now, here's the thing. They, we had such a busy bar tonight. I was like, there was no, I had to wait too long for food. So I left. I went to go get some uh, illegal Yeah, food. listen, I as the main beneficiary of this move, I appreciate it. Adam brought me uh, reverse nachos with chicken. It was delightful. All the same, shameful performance by Adam. Shameful <laughs> performance by the Denver Nuggets. All, nothing but thumbs down and booze all around. No one deserves anything. Oh, my God. It was a rough one. All right. Let's, you know what, though? Let's turn it up. Uh, Win, start us off. What's your <laughs> big takeaway from tonight? You gotta have a big takeaway. Well, uh, Jack White looked great. I mean, let's just start there. <laughs> You're joking. Can I tell you something? I'm gonna have some Jack White takes, but go, go on. I have some Jack White takes. <laughs> we'll get to him. We'll get to him. My biggest takeaway is that the Nuggets bench is very, very concerning. Very concerning. Um, because the two new pieces that they brought in look so out of sorts right now that the Nuggets bench has no idea what they're doing and those two pieces, Reggie Jackson and Thomas Bryant, are supposed to be the main two pieces on the second unit. And those two guys just look like they've got no idea what they're doing. That unit as a whole doesn't look like they have any idea what they're doing. And um, it's concerning. Uh, They were awful tonight. That's when this game really got out of hand. In that first bench stint, the starters came out. I don't think the starters had great energy or great no. process or were, were really, like, intense to open the game either. The Nuggets got down, but then the bench just, you know, let the bottom drop out from it, and um, they were awful. And but Michael Malone's running the five-man bench lineup. We can talk about that, you know, if we want. But um, just those five guys look really bad together. I don't know if that unit has a lot of potential to like look great together in the long run. <laughs> the Avs just scored We're a goal. We're having party. They've yeah. got two goals in eight minutes. It's really concerning. Adam, this is my formal petition to join the Avs beat. Just FYI. <laughs> um, I love that big takeaway. I actually think it's the appropriate one. There's yeah, a lot of is. other stuff. Let's stick on it before I get to your big takeaway here. I mean, he's right. This was a really discouraging game for the bench. And I said in our last show... We can't judge the bench for, like, the first week. Like, you almost give them one week, no judgment, and then after that start to form opinions, and I stand by it. But games like this, it makes it tough. Like, when you say, hey, prepare, it's going to be bad, and then you give this night, you're like, oh, my God. I thought I was prepared, but here I am. Reggie Jackson's, like, best play through two games as a nugget was his three-quarter court shot. So that's rough. (laughs) That's that's rough. And, um, I mean, he's just looked bad so far. Thomas Bryant's looked really bad. Bruce Brown, we've said this all season, but he's way more effective when he's playing with Jamal Murray and Nicole Jokic than he is when he's playing with four other bench guys around him. That's been the case all year, so no big surprise there. Um, but, yeah, like I don't have a lot of hope for that five-man bench to like look great at any portion. I think they can look competent. I don't think they'll ever look great, but they've looked really, really bad so far. Horrific. I mean, you have to at least – the one benefit of the doubt that you can afford them is that it's not we still need to have Aaron Gordon come back which would put Vlatko probably into the bench in place of of Uncle Jeff not that I mean he was honestly the best person on the bench Uncle Jeff so I don't know how how much that helps them but at least if we're talking about chemistry and cohesion and it will take time to build that chemistry too I mean it's only two games into the Reggie Jackson era but um, yeah 
Hasn't been encouraging. It was rough, man. That was a rough watch through and through. The Denver Nuggets looked so helpless, so hapless. Michael Porter Jr. looked so bad. I cannot believe how shook he looked. Like, Jamal Murray didn't have anything. I mean, there are times when, you know, there are so many games in an NBA schedule, so many things that can happen. There are games like this. You have games like this um, where, you know, they just couldn't put the ball through the basket, which is honestly, like, not that uncommon in Memphis for, for whatever reason. Like, teams oftentimes, at least the Nuggets, throughout the years have found, like, just anecdotally, I can just remember like lots of times in Memphis where they couldn't score for whatever reason. Really? Yeah. I don't I know. I mean, the Nuggets have the best home record in the NBA. The Grizzlies have the second best home record in the NBA. Yeah. I mean, and I don't even know if I would attribute tonight's loss to the Grizzlies playing well or the Nuggets playing poorly. But I feel like it's a little bit more of the latter than the former. I mean, the Grizzlies look good, but like the Nuggets just didn't even look like an NBA team like tonight. Like they just couldn't get anything going they couldn't like they had bad process they had bad results uh the bench obviously as you so eloquently put was god awful had nothing to offer anybody um and like when the starters came back in like it was just it just felt like a fait accompli at that point like what are we even doing yeah um but i mean i still thought that they would be competitive at a certain point they just at no point were the Nuggets ready no, to play. They to really were at, at no point did they make yeah. any sort of like push or give you any sort of hope. I mean, they didn't like, look like they wanted this one. Yeah, like it was so bad that I'm not even upset. It was like just like okay, well they just took tonight off. Like Let's, we'll diagnose. We'll get more into this bench because I do think that there's a whole segment we we need to do on them. But I want to keep it going with these big takeaways. You can't say the bench, though. You need a well, dip- I mean, I, I just gave. I, I didn't wait for the the invite. That was my big takeaway. Was what? The, just that the they, the Nuggets didn't play. They didn't show up. Like oh, they just a didn't no show. show. A they no just show. complete no show. Like there's just yeah. nothing that you like. Truly, did anybody big, show up? No, Jack White. <laughs> yeah. Good on you, Jack. Thanks for showing up. No, Jokic. I mean, he looked okay, sort of, but um, players were guys were getting wide open shots. KCP, who was 100% from three-point land last game, uh, was probably 0% from it tonight. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. didn't have any points through the first half. I think he ended up with, like, five points. Like He did have five. Like, what are, like, what are we doing here? I don't, I, I don't even know how to analyze anything that I just watched. What I would say is the Nuggets coming back from the break against uh, the Cavs, it felt like there was a focus and an energy to them and a, like, hey, it's time for business. And it was such a big win and such a feel-good win that you were like, hell yeah, this is the Nugs. This was a total like regression back to where like, it was like, oh my God. Because I'm, I'm with you, man. They weren't focused in this game. They didn't come out hungry. And I would say that the game to me came down to you make the first sub and it went tor- horribly. Yoke's still on the court, by the way, but you brought in Bruce Brown, you brought in Reggie Jackson, and you brought in Jeff Green. And the wheel started to come off even with Jokic on the court. And then when you go to the full-on bench unit, it went. I think they were a minus seven or minus eight in the first stint with Jokic and those three. And then when Jokic goes to the bench, by the time Jokic came back in, they were minus twenty. It got out of hand quick. They were down twenty points, and you're, and I think that that the starters came back in, couldn't close the gap, and it was just like it was almost one of those ones where they kind of looked around and were like, "Yeah, not tonight, huh, guys? Nope, not tonight." And it's like, damn. Yep. Yep. Us. yep. So gross. Um, it sucked. That really sucked. Here's my big takeaway, and I don't know that it means anything, but I don't know that it means nothing. I kept saying, nobody has made the Nuggets offense look incompetent. Tonight, mission accomplished. Nuggets offense looked absolutely incompetent, and I do think that that had as much to do with Denver as anything, but again, this is why I say I don't know if it means something or I don't know if it means nothing, but this is a good defense playing on their gym and Denver came out tonight and looked like a bad offensive team, including the starters, because it wasn't just that bench. You know, I do think they lost the momentum. But to your point, Michael Porter Jr. going two of ten, one of seven from three, but two of ten. Don't love that. Jamal Murray three of thirteen. That's like these and are the ter- type- terrible shots too. But also, yeah. but part of why you get terrible shots is because you're out of rhythm. You can't get good shots. I mean, yeah. you're trying. You know, some of this was that's because of what they had to settle for. So. I don't know. What do you think, Wind? Is it something? This is a very good defense, and they play well at home. Is there something to what Memphis did tonight? I I would lean to it being nothing, just because we've seen the Nuggets' offense be elite against 
so many really good defenses this season before. I remember way back when when they beat the number one defense in the league. <laughs> Two nights ago? Right. <laughs> yeah, totally. So I would lean towards nothing, yeah. but um, this is a good defense. Jaron Jackson is a guy who's had some great defensive games against Denver. Um, they were missing Steven Adams tonight, you know, who's a, a big part of what they do, but they have played good defense without him. So um, I think it was more of just a night from the Nuggets offense where they just never found that rhythm. You know, they didn't get that rhythm in that first stint and they never got it again. And I think Memphis just kind of capitalized. Yeah. I, I just sucks, man. Like here's my thing. If you start talking about what evidence do you have for the Nuggets to win the title this year? Number one piece of evidence, in my opinion, is that nobody can stop them because I know everybody. It's like defense wins championships, right. defense wins championships. And I'm with it. Denver's defense is going to have to get better. But to me, you start with the foundation of there's no defense out there that can guard Denver. And then you get to, can they guard in the clutch? Can they pick their moments? Can they, you know, whatever. Tonight was one of those ones where you're like, God damn it. Yeah. yeah. It's like very few pieces of evidence on the year that this isn't true. But tonight's just one of them. This was also a potential statement game. And the win against the Cavs was great. You're right, but that, it didn't that matter. was big. They're in the East, though. You know, this is against the Grizzlies, the second team in the West. If the Nuggets would have come out tonight, and put it on Memphis, yeah. and Joker had like a 30-20-10 game or something, like this would have been a statement win for sure. Yeah, And it I, wasn't. It was the opposite. <laughs> I do wonder, though. Actually, let's fight on this. I like this little game of is it something or nothing. I think there might be something to that, too. Like some teams do take these circumstances personally. Like there's some type of player that sits in their hotel room, and they're like, oh, man, Memphis just blew that game to the 76ers. They've lost all these. If we beat them, they're only a half game up on the three seed. Like they, you just like you start salivating like, yep. oh, my God, we got to make their weekend horrible. Like let's just ruin their whole weekend. And I don't think Denver's never really been one of those because I'm with you. This game doesn't yeah. really they ruined mean a my whole weekend. Lot. Huh? Denver ruined my weekend. <laughs> Is that what you, you think? Jokic was sitting in his hotel and he's like, oh, D-Line's back? Oh, I bet he's so excited to be in the winner's lounge. <laughs> that dude went to Serbia uh, again? I can't, uh. I, can't, I can't rule it out. Can't? I, I can't rule it out. He's like, wait, watch this. Watch what I'm about to do. Oh, he bet on three turnovers? <laughs> three and a half. Three, three and, and a half? half? I'll go. I'm going to make this thing so horrible. Um, all right, let's take a break. Those are our big takeaways. Jesus. On the other side, I do think we need to start to look at this bench and diagnose it. A little bit more in, in depth. Hi, uh, guys. Breckenridge Brewery is the official beer of DNVR. And Breck Brew right now, they're putting on the ultimate giveaway, the ultimate game day experience giveaway for Nuggets fans. This is super cool. It is super cool. You got to get on this now. You can win two tickets, two courtside tickets, row two. Courtside fit! to the New Orleans Pelicans game on March 30th. That's a Thursday. So this is uh, in about a month. Two tickets, row two, against the Pelicans, March 30th. You get access to the Lexus Club. You get a parking pass. What? You get DNVR gear what? as well. This is the Breck Brew Ultimate Game Day <coughs> experience. And can you imagine being up sitting courtside and getting a cl that close a look at Zion on the bench? Well, <laughs> oh, can you imagine on the court. how close he, you'd be right there where he sits. You could you could see him. That's a how mountain of a man yeah. sitting on the bench, just <laughs> sitting there. Yeah. Uh, here's how to enter the dnvr.com slash Breck Sweeps, B-R-E-C-K-S-W-E-E-P-S, thednvr.com slash Breck Sweeps. Complete the form, must be 21. Links are also in the description. Breck Winners will be selected one week before each game. Breck Brew about to be the, the official beer of tonight also. <laughs> Amen. I'm about, to, I'm, about to, I'm about to add to the bottom line of Breck and Brewery tonight. <laughs> Buy some stock. D-Lane's about to <laughs> fall off the wagon. Also, the American Raptors, Colorado's rugby team, they join a new league, Columbia Rugby Federation. Stay up to date with all the news around the Raptors move to the brand new Super Rugby Americas by following along at DNVR underscore rugby. That's on Twitter at DNVR underscore rugby. Colt Strickler will keep you updated with weekly podcasts and regular written content. Raptors games are free. They play at Infinity Park. Check them out. Really cool. The American Raptors. I want to go eventually to the bench. I know I teased that that's where we were going to go. Let's save that for another segment. Is it because we're looking for a prop that would make the segment better? Maybe. <laughs> we got to keep the audience hooked and see. Possibly that's why we're going to do it. I got to get out. Well, well, hold on a second. Uh, I want to go instead here. Let's play a little blame game. And I'm going to. Here's a real question I have. 
I don't like to put everything on Jeff Green because I don't because I think he's like a good player. He's been a good guy. He's been but <laughs> but here's one thing I just wonder: why like this bench unit has some issues in terms of fit and this or that, especially when the game got out of hand. I always wonder why not try some of your other guys. You know who was on the court tonight at the end of the game? Really played a lot of minutes is David Roddy. David Roddy played a lot of minutes. He's been atrocious in the first half of the season. But you know what? It's a long-term, hey, this is a guy. we got to see what he's got. Pick our spots. Let's find a moment for him. Sometimes I look at that and I go, like, Jack White, by all accounts, he's been very good in the G League. He's been a good three-point shooter. We know in the summer he had the best three-point uh, whatever. Best and shooter el- on the Nuggets. Elite rebounder. He's been an elite rebounder. I have no idea if he's a player. Very good athlete. But tonight, I just remember coming out. like After the Nuggets starters came out and were terrible, I was like, you know what? Let's just... Let's just see what Jet White and Peyton Watson have. I actually think he might be a oh, good they were, they were plus 10 each. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's what they at had. That, <laughs> at that point, at that point. But I'm being serious in this and that. That second unit needs some shooting, man. Like, it, it's going to need some stuff. And I do just wonder, why not play some of these guys? You have such a big cushion. Why not just see what you have? <laughs> you have a big cushion in the wrong way. <laughs> in the wrong direction. So much so that nothing can go worse than it did in the first half. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, um, I like Jack White. I, I think he's a player. I think he could be, you know, a regular contract guy on the end of the bench next year. So, yeah, why not? Well, I think this, this is one of these things where <clears throat> we probably will see something like this. I mean, this is, Malo- this is Malone's official calling card is that he'll go with something three, four, five games, like a game or two longer than you want him to. And if it's still not working, it's tough. Like a night like tonight is so tough because it's it, you just look at it. You're like, we suck. Everyone sucks. No one can play. We got to make massive changes. What are we doing? But like, it's not true. For it's sure. not. It, it's not even close to true. I mean, like we're the number one seed in the West, uh, very comfortably. Five it, games now. Five am games. I, up am on I Memphis. crazy though, Wind? In your opinion, and saying I wouldn't mind seeing a little bit of Jack White and and. Uh, Peyton Watson in moments like this when it's no, like... No, you're not. I mean, we talk about this every year, though, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We talk about this every year. Like, oh, man, can we just... Um, um, like, can we just get that end of the guy, end of the bench guy on the court in a blowout? Like, right. we, we talk about that every year, so... No, it's true. And uh, <clears throat> this, I mean, this just... This tonight felt just like so much almost like an exhibition game. You're like, why? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> but, I mean, they have to make this bench work. They ha- like, they can't already start cutting bait from no, I mean, the, yeah. the, the construction of this bench. And I mean, it wouldn't be cutting bait. It's just... I mean, at a certain point, we were like, how much more would you rather have Bones Highland and Davon Reed than Thomas Bryant and Reggie Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> like, Easy. I, my main point was really just to say that that Jack White intrigues me, like even weirdly more than Peyton Watson at the moment. Like Peyton Watson to me, I has, haven't seen like the pops or whatever. But Jack White, he just looks like a guy that is. I, I mean, think Jack White's a player. I do. He, he does just, seem it. He he just is like a. He knows how to play the game, so his basketball IQ is is further along. And then it's just a question of can he shoot because I think he hustles and does some of that other stuff. And look, we're not saying oh he should be in the bench rotation every single night. Of course not. We're far from that. That is definitely <laughs> not what should happen. What are we? But saying? in a thirty point blowout, <laughs> he came in. What would be the worst thing that could happen? It's just interesting, I think, sometimes to see the guys that you have uh, on your rosters here and there. Um, let's go back, though, to talk about Porter. To Jesus. be honest with you, here's the thing about Porter for me tonight. Nothing really stood out to me. Like, I don't think I have that many notes. It sounds like you have quite a few, though. Well, I mean, notes being like, I thought he could shoot. He just missed. But I thought he, he just missed. missed. He had. That's an off night. Yeah. That, I mean, that, that was. The offense in general, like Michael Porter Jr., wide open shots, couldn't hit him. KCP, wide open shots, couldn't hit him. Jamal Murray, wide open and then heavily contested shots, all the same, could not hit them. Vlatko, I mean, like it was just a comedy of errors. Like no one could hit any shots. Like, and then everything just unraveled. I mean, if you can't, it was the exact opposite of last game where the yeah. Nuggets would just hit every big shot that they needed to. Um, the three point ball was very reliable and it like bailed them out of a lot of situations and tonight they just absolutely shot themselves out of the game very early and they just had no chance like they weren't driving the rim they weren't i mean they just weren't doing anything it's just to me it's like you just you don't even you just burn this film you don't even watch it i i think it might be it yeah i mean michael porter he shot it 
pretty well from three in three straight games. Made five threes against Miami, six of ten against Cleveland, five of ten against Dallas, one of seven tonight. It yeah. happens. Yeah, it does. I actually think that's most of tonight in, in general. Sure. I will say this. The, next, the Nuggets play the Grizzlies now in one week. What does this game do to that game? Uh, I, I think that the intensity ratchets up quite a bit. I mean, if they if they show as poorly in the next game as they did tonight, there's cause for some real serious concern. Um, but I, I mean, I don't. I didn't feel like the defense was so smothering from the Grizzlies. I mean, maybe you guys disagree. I just was like, I thought. Well, you know what? One thing was is Dylan Brooks really disrupts. Like he full court presses Jamal Murray and yeah. tries to slow things up that way. And I do like again. I do just think it takes you out of your rhythm a little bit. Yeah. So I think it's a little bit of that. What yeah. do you think? What is your anticipation now for the rematch that will take place next week? Um, I mean, I think I'm a little different. I def- kind of view this differently than you guys. Like, I kind of feel like the regular season's done for the <laughs> Nuggets. Man, this is actually a good take. <laughs> and the, the secondary dog days are here. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Did the winner get the cast <laughs> and just back to the dog days? Damn it! I just think the regular season is over for the Nuggets. I honestly don't really think they have much else to prove this year, to be totally honest. My only goal for every game is just nobody get hurt and nobody get too tired. I I may just, like, go to the death with that take. That I might get killed for that, but... This was a game they played really poorly. I'm sure they'll come out and hit 23s tomorrow night against the Clippers. It's big rings culture wins over here. <laughs> Regular season's a waste of everyone's time. This it is, is the worst uh, pragmatic win take of all time. <laughs> it's accurate. It's, it's, it's right. One. I just yeah, need to hear it. If we, like, I just, that's something I would never admit to myself. But when, as soon as Wynn says it, I'm like, God damn it. He's right. They don't even care anymore. Why do I care? Yeah, honestly, this, this team's just trying to get to the playoffs. Right honestly, now. man, like the intensity from the last game to this game for the Nuggets really is like. And I think you day. might see that go up and down, like that, yeah. those peaks and valleys from game to game a lot here over the next twenty games. Here's why I hate that though, Wind. Because I, as much as I'm with you, man, <laughs> goddamn dog days. The dog days. We're right back. <laughs> we're right back. Here's why I hate it. You got the Clippers coming up. I mean, who knows if Denver's even going to play their guys tomorrow night. It's on ESPN. It's like the Nuggets, of all things, Jokic in particular, just doesn't care about the narrative. And neither do we, except for that you have to combat the narrative. We don't want to create the narrative. We just want to combat it. I have to wake up every morning, open up the Twitter app, and go to war. Like, that's the battle that we're facing every day. And we're like, yo, just dominate this this, uh, Grizz team and let us talk some trash. He's like, nah, this guy's... Is it really important? We're like, no. I, All right. I feel like a ten-year war vet at this point. Like, well, I was I, like for the longest time I was fighting Nuggets fans to care about the team. I <laughs> rallied then, them. They're behind you now. And, well, th- yeah, and then I, now I spent all my time, like all last year, just fighting the last two years, fighting the people of Philadelphia. Yeah. And like now it's just like the, it just it's it truly is just like fighting the ocean. Doesn't matter. Just some new combatant arrives. I'm, I'm tired, guys. Nuggets. I'm tired, man. Yeah. But here's my point. You got the Clippers coming up, then you have that Rockets game, and then you have a Memphis game next Friday. Those are big games. After that, you get this. You want to talk about the dog days? Toronto, Chicago, <laughs> San Antonio, Brooklyn, <laughs> Toronto, Detroit, New York. They play all Eastern Conference teams. The only Western Conference team they play between next Friday and March 30th. March 30th. The only Western Conference team they play is San Antonio. That's the dog days. This you want to talk I about when the when games don't matter. This doesn't matter. Oh, no. Yeah, but tonight, just, uh, Malone needs to give him the speech about, guys, listen, listen, listen. This week matters. <laughs> After that, it doesn't matter. But listen, this week I matters. I will grant you. I will grant you. The last three games did not matter. You approached it yeah. with the appropriate amount of no energy. Yeah. You wasted everyone's time. It's fine. It's the dog days. But now, now it's time to turn it on. Uh, Isn't that a crazy stat? Listen to that. That's the month of March are two Western Conference games. They play Memphis March third, and they play San Antonio March tenth. Every other game in the month is against the Eastern Conference. This year, more than any other year, the schedule has been so messed up. What happened to the schedule this year? We do say we say this every year too. No, no, no. This this year more than any other year, man. 
I've we've, never we've seen got, a whole month. We've got of back no. to backs where there's 23 hours in between games. Yeah, that's a bad one. What is going on, man? I've never what seen is happening. Is March is also like when you're ramping up. Never has to ramp up against a bunch of like uh, Washington. We're not be doing Detroit. any ramping. Is is the, the NBA gonna suck? trying to get the Nuggets to quit being a part of the NBA? They just <laughs> resign. Okay, now you're catching on. <laughs> oh oh God damn it! God. I need the Nuggets to care. Do we want them to care tomorrow night? I want them to care every game, man. Like, but they they'll don't. care tomorrow night because they're at home. Okay, well, but they're, so you think they're gonna play their guys? I don't know if they'll play their guys. Though, I'm always a little leery. Like I know now, I'm speaking out of both sides of my mouth because I want them to care and I want them to play. But I'm always a little bit worried about three games and four nights off of a week off. You want to talk about what your body's most prone yeah. to like? Yeah. Well, injury. luckily for them, the starters didn't play half this game. So true, man. So true. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, we can finally diagnose <laughs> the second unit's problem. <laughs> Thank God. I'm not going to tell you what profit is we might use for that. <laughs> let's dive deep. Guys, at DraftKings Sportsbook, they've got this thing called the NBA No Sweat Same Game Parlay going on right now. And that is very handy to have on nights like tonight. Because if you listen to us in the pregame show, we handed out some bets. We did not hit any of them tonight. But if you use the DraftKings No Sweat Same Game Parlay and bet, say five bucks, 10 bucks, I think 10 is the max you can use on that, and you missed your parlay, you get it back. You get a free I bet you missed your parlay or $10 bet tomorrow. So get on this. Make sure you're opting into that No Sweat Same Game Parlay on DraftKings Sportsbook when you're placing your Same Game Parlay bet. That's on DraftKings Sportsbook. So make sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up with code DNVR. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Backus and Shanker. Backus and Shanker, they win for Colorado families, and you don't pay them any money, not a single dime, until they win your case. No upfront fees. Will they listen, at least listen to my class action lawsuit against the Denver Nuggets for tonight. Um, though they might listen. Okay, um, right. you, don't have to, you don't have to pay them anything. I'll, I'll just keep pressing the number two until I find out. <laughs> They're probably also going to lose that case, so you won't have to pay them anything <laughs> the go. entire time. Let's go. Uh, because they, you only win if you only pay them if they win your case. They've won over one billion dollars for. Colorado families and for their clients, they've got offices in Denver, Aurora, Englewood, and Fort Collins. Backus and Shanker, they help with any kind of injury case. Uh, emotional injury? I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I've, I'm wounded over here. I'm going to say no on that I am one. wounded over here. Uh, injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. They can even help you if you're injured at work. Call them today. They've got the easiest phone number to remember, 222-2222. To find out if you have a case for free, Backus and Shanker wins. Tonight's Backus and Shanker, I'm going to give it to uh, Dylan Brooks, Xavier Tillman. <laughs> God damn it. They were Backus yeah. and Shanker tonight. Which one's yeah. Shanker? Uh, it's got to be Brooks. I mean, yeah. Actually, Tillman literally Shanker shanked vibes. Jokic's arm. That's so. a great yeah, point. That's a go. great point. That's uh, a, uh, you you want to talk about an injury lawsuit. Yeah. Nikola Jokic, man. Yeah, he does. He should call him up. Start See pushing if there's two, anything. Uh, all right, guys. Let's. Um, we got to diagnose this bench. And to do that, I think we need to call on a doctor. Is there a doctor in the house? Oh, my God. I have a prop stethoscope. I think I qualify. <laughs> Somehow, we lost my doctor costume. What? Very what pissed you, about this. Wait, the doc, what was the doctor costume? It was a lab coat. White lab uh, coat. White okay. lab coat. Somehow, we lost it. I'm I bet I know. I bet I, I'll find it. I'll diagnose not only the bench, but your lost doctor costume. I hope so, man. I hope so. Um, all right, Doc. <laughs> we got to talk about this bench sure, here. Sure, sure. We're having a hard time right now with our scoring. Uh-huh. Scoring has really been... Um, oh, if you could speak into the yeah, stethoscope, Yeah, it's, uh, scoring hasn't been great. Sure. Um, I would say defense has also not been all that great. Okay. Is you know is there anything you think might be going on with me right now? Wow, wow. Uh, I would first run some tests to see if your focus is on. 
<laughs> you know what? I think focus for the bench unit has been on. There's some guys that are new here that want to make a strong impression. You got a young player who needs to make a strong impression. I actually think the guys there are very motivated to not suck. <laughs> You've got a veteran who's been in the league for That guy probably doesn't care. That guy probably doesn't care. Who just might still be in the dog days. <laughs> oh, God. Do we, have we diagnosed? Are we, are we taking in too, many, too much greens Listen, over here? Yeah. Well, <laughs> athletic greens, no. Uh Players named Green, yes. We, we are we are suffering from green overload on the Denver Nuggets, uh, gr a green toxicity. Um, I think also we like uh, we, we got to check the T levels. Uh, we got a low T problem here on the bench. <laughs> I, feel I don't like. know what that means in the context of this. Just testosterone. testosterone? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> they, didn't, they, should, they didn't come out with any heart. They came out with no. Uh, no there's no connect, and it actually stands for teamness. Oh. No teamness. Low teamness on the second. Almost unit. like we're missing Mr. Nugget. Almost like Man. we're missing Mr. Nugget. It's, it feels as though we we've we've had a Mr. Nuggetectomy that is yeah. uh, we're feeling the ripple effects throughout. It's like having one's heart removed and then trying to perform. You know what though? You were kind of joking about this, but like he didn't make the trip. Ag didn't make the trip. I mean, Nikola Jokic called Aaron Gordon the soul of this team. He did. Yeah, earlier this season. I don't remember this. Yeah, that's like one of the several quotes of this year. The right. soul of this team. They, they were without their soul tonight. Yeah, and he said, and he also said that this is his favorite team he's ever played on ever. And tonight was my least favorite team <laughs> team watching experience yeah. of my entire life. I've never seen a team I enjoyed less than tonight's Denver Nuggets. I do think we're missing. I mean, I do think that's probably a part of it. But I, that's not gonna. I'm, I think there's more. What do you think, Harrison? I mean, what's your what's what's your diagnosis? So my biggest diagnosis is Michael Malone's playing a five man bench right now. He's playing a five-man bench with two new players who have never played together and who are new to this team, Reggie Jackson and Thomas Bryant. And that group looks like it's never played together. Low teamness. No teamness, exactly. And I mean, that being said, like I don't think if they do establish a chemistry and they do all get on the same page, I don't think you know in 15 games they're suddenly going to be running teams off the court. I don't think this bench unit has a super high ceiling. But, like, they can definitely be better than they are tonight. And that being said, I'm actually in favor of the five-man bench at this point in the season. I, I said this on too. last show, too. <laughs> because the main objective right now and over these last 20 games has to be to stay healthy and not tire out your starters. It's going to look ugly. There are going to be some really oh, ugly bench ugly. stints with five-man benches like tonight wasn't the last one of those that we're probably going to see but i would tell you try to see the forest through the trees that's what michael malone is trying to do he's trying to play the long game here and he's Always. trying to make sure his starters are as energized as possible for when the games really count in the playoffs so you you and i'm a fan of that so you're uh you're what you're saying is this is more like the keto flu Sometimes you have to get sick the what? to get the toxins <laughs> the keto out. Flu, the keto flu. Like you start a new diet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah. you feel like. And your body tells you it's obviously not healthy for you. <laughs> yeah. You just got to. It's getting rid of the toxins. Yeah, you just got to work right through it. Just getting yeah. rid of the toxins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the toxins. Um, I, I, I think you're mostly right. But here's the thing, D-Line. I, I said we have to wait. We have to wait. Give this thing a week uh -huh. before we go. All right. What do you think this bench looks like? Fully functioning. What is? What? How does it operate? Well, I had high hopes that we would get some sort of lob game between Reggie Jackson and Thomas Bryant. Uh, I don't. I'm I don't not think he's a lob guy, though. Who? Which? Uh, Thomas Bryant. Really? I thought that that I was remember kind of him like, throwing down some lobs yeah, on the was, Nuggets that was when he I, was on the Lakers. But I'm just saying, I don't think he's like a, uh, you know, a classic prototypical. He's a lob dunker, though. Guy. He's a dunker. He's a dunker, but I. I anticipate a little bit more inside-out game. Right now, it's just outside, outside, shoot it, uh, deep shot from three, kind of half-heartedly working around. It's just like they're not doing anything. They're, they're, there's no process. They're not driving. Uh, the only time that they have anything that we can actually diagnose as a play is when it's a Jeff Green ISO. And yeah. then that's you know that uh, ends up comically uh, as you would expect or – you know, it results in almost nothing or whatever. I mean, it's just like there's no, there's no, there's nothing happening. They're, they're running around with their heads cut off. Absolutely, right now. that's what they are. They're not, yeah, and it's just there's no. I mean, I, I, I expect 
that Reggie Jackson actually comes in in time and seizes control of the bench a little bit more. Right now, there's no nobody's running anything. Like he's bringing the ball up, sure, but it it doesn't feel like you have somebody that's run, like Jokic is running that offense. Right? There's nobody running the offense for the for the bench. Um, but the the m- most concerning part for me is that their defense has not been good either. Right. Like we had sort of talked about the idea that you know you throw a Christian Brown in there, Bruce Brown, um, you have these guys that are primarily or supposedly defensive stalwarts and so it's okay if they don't score so long as they're not allowing the other team to score. So it's sort of just like kicking the can down the road. We're just kind of staying flat, waiting for the Nuggets starters to come back in but tonight it was just like like what are we doing they can't score they can't defend there's just nothing that you could point to and i just think i mean i really think it's going to come from guys literally just learning who the other person is like learning about reggie jackson reggie jackson learning about them and like building up that level of trust and then finding out you know where guys like the ball all that stuff um, th- there's like a real pickup game level of energy to the, this bench unit. And Thomas Bryant is just like, honestly, to this point, useless. Useless. And I'm, I watched him play so dominantly against the Nuggets. Jokic, against <laughs> yeah. the, and so I just, I just can't believe and I can't buy and I can't accept that this is like what it is we're going to be getting out of Thomas Bryant because it's been such a negative. Well, four shots in 21 minutes is your first indication. Like, if he, 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 let me back up. Here's what I think is wrong with the Nuggets right now with the second unit. Identity. And some of this is natural. This is why I said you need to give a week. Remember when they first took Bones out of the lineup and you played an all-defensive lineup and they couldn't score, but my God, no one could score on them. You remember that? You had hopes that, hey, maybe this lineup, that's their identity. They're going to be this type of thing. Things change. They never really played a bunch of games in a row. But now you have this new one. And the question to me is, what is it you're trying to do? What is your identity? Where do you go to? And... I, you, this is why I said you have to be patient with him. I don't know if this is a defensive lineup. I don't know if it's an offensive lineup. I think it's more of just like <laughs> I'm a, sure this is a basketball lineup. I just think it's more of a like you're going to be okay on defense and okay on offense lineup. Agreed. I think that's the goal Agreed. for Denver. But here's the thing. Where does that offense come from? Because tonight, to your point, Jeff Green, I'm so curious to see if he's still there whenever Aaron Gordon comes back. But right now, I would say he is the loudest member of the of the group. Loudest as in... His fingerprints are are on that unit the most. Yep. And I think that's a terrible thing. Yeah, 19-year veteran or whatever. <laughs> but but if you pull him out and say, okay, you replace him with Flacco Chanchar, what is that team's identity? Is it Reggie Jackson, Thomas Bryant pick and rolls? Is it ball is popping, you're moving, it's everything's moving, you're just playing this like read and react offense? That's the part to me that's most concerning, and I don't want to be, – just because I don't have the answer doesn't mean I don't want to rule it out entirely – but I will say that through two games, it's the biggest question in my notebook is like, what is it that they're going to be yeah. successful doing? What are they? Yeah. Who are they? Whatever are they? it is, it's got to have a focus on Thomas Bryant, I think, at least. I agree, man. Four I shots think. tonight, and like two of them were like uh, that, that's grenades. The thing, yeah. They were like awkward, like falling away, wrong footed, two handed shots. That was like. Grabbed a rebound or a loose ball and shot it. And Not, he looked really frustrated tonight. Like, he looked. Like he was frustrated because he looked like he, he was watching looked like had no idea what to do, and, and I don't blame him because the Nuggets weren't putting him in position to be successful. He was like, you know, randomly trying to like post up on a fast break, and like there was that one possession where uh, he had his man sealed and nobody gave him the ball, and he looked really frustrated because of that. And again, I don't blame him because he should have gotten the ball there. But um, like Thomas Bryant. Based on what we've watched of him this season, he can be a factor yeah. in the paint. He can be a factor in the paint. He can score around the rim. He's athletic. He's powerful. He's strong inside. Nuggets, I think their priority number one on the bench has to be to put him in position to be a factor. Yep. That's got to be the first thing they focus on with that second unit, I think. Yeah. I think so, too. I mean, I you have... You think about who the scorers are, are on that second unit. It's like Christian Brown, no. Uh, Bruce Brown, somehow, sadly, no. Um, 
Bruce Brown's getting the brunt of all of this, I feel. He doesn't fit into the, he's, like, He's that been lineup. awful with the five-man bench all year. Like, we yeah, know that. Yeah. He's a really bad fit with that group, just like he was at the start of the year. I would say this. The tomorrow night's game's a little bit interesting. I would be interested to see if, like, does, if you are going to rest somebody, isn't Jeff Green a veteran? I wonder if he would rest. I just wonder if Denver would try to play some another guy and just say, this bench man, like, we know that that five-man unit, if we're going to commit to it, needs a little bit of spacing. They need scoring from somewhere, and do we have that? Maybe they don't have it, but I'd be going. Um, how long before you're going to want them to start staggering, Wind? I don't want them to stagger. So you would just say, ride this thing straight to hell. Honestly, <laughs> ride this for the rest of the season. I really think like you're going to have some really bad games like this. I don't think it's going to be this bad every game. You might be like in the negative five space every game. But honestly, man, and this might sound crazy. Honestly, I think it's worth it to play the starters less in the long run. I but, do. But you're talking about, I mean, uh, I'm of two minds and on mainly, this. mainly, that's just Jamal Murray. But I'm mainly, of, that's just Jamal Murray. I'm of Murray. two minds on this because Jamal Murray is coming back from an injury. So that kind of tells you, okay, you want to measure, be measured in your approach and you want to limit his minutes. But he's also like a young guy. And, like, you kind of want him to get, like, iron-tested. and like No, you don't, man. You do not at this point in the regular season. I don't season. know, man. Coming off an ACL in one knee, coming off soreness in the other knee. Also, like, that's not a test you need. That is the last thing you, you have want three right games now. Off, three days, two or three days off between every game. I guess so. I mean, I just, I don't know. I mean, him playing an extra five to six minutes a night, then, I mean, that... That I adds think that up, actually, But I think that adds up in the positive. Like, I think it's like working out makes you stronger. doesn't make you weaker. <laughs> I, think, I think Harrison's right. I think Harrison has the take of the day. The, there's good and bad to every circumstance, but the bad of the Nuggets being I so mean, good, if they're gonna, like, we're back in the dog If they're going to give up a 20-0 run every night, like might, that might not be a good long-term outlook. But I, I would just bank on that not happening every night. All right, uh, let's take our final break. On the other side, we'll wrap up this Losers Lounge with some Super Chats. We have nine Super Get your Super Chats in now. We have nine sickos. <laughs> nine sickos in the chat. Yeah, we're, and just so you, you know, anybody that sends us a Super Chat, we will be sending the police to your home for a wellness check. <laughs> Pins and Aces is the official golf apparel partner of DNVR. They've got polos, hats, golf bags. They've got the beer sleeve as well. Keep seven beers cold inside your golf bag for an entire round. That's like four hours at least. <laughs> Depends. Unless you go on a Saturday, that can, that can usually be a five-hour ordeal. <laughs> Pinsandaces.com. Use the code DNVR. Get 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. They're family-owned. They're based right here in Colorado. Pins and Aces is the official golf apparel partner of DNVR. Use the code DNVR. Get 15% off your order and free shipping at pinsandaces.com. Quick little around the association because this game just wrapped up. Did you guys see the ending of the Celtics 76ers game? No, no I heard Dev, about it, though. If Dev was here, he would have been watching it during the game. <laughs> like, he would have told us everything that happened. Here, here's what happened. The Celtics, a tie game with like yeah. six seconds left. Wait, who, who's even playing Celtics who? And the 76ers. Oh, baby. Really good, really big one. In Philly, I believe. And uh, Jason Tatum hit a three, like dribbles, almost falls down, stops out a dime and hits a, a three with 1.7 seconds left. They go up three. Embiid gets the inbound, heaves it three quarters of the way court, uh, three quarters court, drains it to tie on his fingertips with point one left. Jeez. Just too late. So they lose. But he actually hit it. Oh that's why God. he's the MVP. Yeah, but he was that's, point one that's seconds That's why he's late. the MVP right there. So Celtics get the big win there. By the way, that's a big one. I mean, the, the race. God damn it. This was supposed to be, this game was supposed to be equally big. It was, it was supposed to be. In the God nuggets. damn it. I, nuggets, you can't they never tear take it my heart out. Let me check. Um, but they did go up. Nothing. So the Celtics go up three games in the loss column on the 76ers, which is really meaningful. Like the 76ers, had they won tonight, would have had a very realistic chance at, at trying to get the one seed or two seed or whatever. This one, the odds just went way up that they're going to be the three or four seed. Um, so it's kind of a big one. All right, let's get some super chats. You want to read, Eric? Sure. Let's see if I can read him. Okay. Uh, S. Williams, our homie. S. Two. Dude, unbelievable. Uh, what a train wreck of a basketball game. <laughs> Double ex exclamation point. Couldn't agree more. Wanted the Nugs to get up for this game, and they dropped a dud. Double, uh, single explanation point. Uh, back to ball for, double U, for W. Manana. Joker with negative 20. Oh, my. <laughs> well, 
Oh, oh my. Oh yeah. my. Jokic, by the way, I looked this up. Last year, he was a negative 20 twice. The year before that, once. This season, it's the first time he was a negative 20. So wow. there you go. All right. Uh, from our man R33VO, this loss is on Deb for saying don't, the S word. Why would go. I say it? You think I'm an idiot? Everybody already blames <laughs> this game on me. Why would I double down and say the S word? <laughs> yeah, you think I man. need that kind of... Uh, I don't think that's fair because here's the thing. They played a game and won, and then they played a game and lost. You can't blame. like You don't just get to... Uh, I don't know, Adam. <laughs> I mean, the, the basketball gods are always watching. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, I like that they're just late. They're like, yeah, sorry. It took a, it no, took a they're, while. They're for, just lurking. Yeah, it took a while for Jamal Murray to tear his ACL after we said it the first any, time. Any time. <laughs> Jesus. Well, Whoa. it's true. Uh, Eric's let's see. energy, what is, man. Dude, Oof. it's bad. Go back to Serbia. That's right. Five, 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 five ish. <laughs> this money is to help fund D line back to Serbia. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> if not, it's going forward, uh, going towards a real ATA graphic. <laughs> nope. That, we will, that one here. <laughs> we will bounce back tomorrow for sure. Go Nuggets. You know what? Uh, Venmo me that. I'll make a new graphic. <laughs> uh, Freddie says, relax. I feel like we needed to be humbled a little Man, bit. Man, I love this Still take. Still loves this, this team. We'll be fine. I love, I love this take because I'm with it, man. Nuggets needed to be humbled. Actually, here's my real take, or my real Silver Landings take. I do not want the Nuggets to be favorites. No. I want them to be the one seed, but I don't want it to be like, there's a scenario where the Nuggets race to 60 wins down the stretch, and they just keep winning, and then it's yeah. like, no, I want it to be nobody's They're talking about them. But it's like, we, the Nuggets need to be humbled. What are you talking about? Memphis Grizzlies started the entire season dancing before every game. Like I love that but, but, like, but, 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 Right. Kill another son. Kill one more son. Okay, right, well, uh, we got too see. biblical. KW, there. I'm sorry. I feel real bad for that one. <laughs> KW says uh, if our guards can attack downhill to get some baskets in the paint, the Nugs won't have to rely so much on their three point shooting. I believe this will add a dimension to their game. Like I, they the, normally do. They're the number. We're the number one offense in the NBA. Actually, of all time. Excuse me. This I, is what I, happens, I, man. Yeah. A game like this like erodes every good thing that you've ever seen about your basketball team. I mean, truly, every nugget sucked tonight. Every they, I mean, they are the number one three-point shooting team. I think they averaged the fewest drives per game in the league, though. But, but that's a function of their offense with Jokic. Totally. They've totally. always been totally, low yeah. on, on drives. Totally. So. Uh, let's see. KW continues to say, generally speaking, that last part of the regular season carries no correlation to sure. playoff success, a la every playoff – a la every playoff team ever. Not worried about tonight's result in the long form. What he's saying, if I can summarize it, we're in the dog days. We're Nothing matters. No, Matt Moore's big on this, that he did a deep dive one time and found there's no correlation between like how you finish the season and how you play in the playoffs. So uh -huh. You always think like you got to build momentum going right. in. And apparently there's no such thing There's across all, all, all time or <laughs> whatever. Um, I will, yeah. You still want to see a team building certain yeah, like habits or whatever, even though it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't. Maybe it doesn't matter, but like, this was my Saturday night. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like life matters. Like, it's what so are we doing? It does matter. What, like, what, what, why vibes even, matter. Vibes, vibes do matter. matter. People's that times matters. matter. Excitement matters. Things matter. All right? So play the fucking game. Would you please? All right. Uh, what's next? Josh says, we're still first. D-line is back. We're sweet, mate. I love that. My, I knew a love guy... From Australia that I worked with, and he always gave you everything you wanted. He'd end almost every sentence with the word "mate," and I was like, "It's awesome." What do you want? I'm surprised you didn't come back ending every sentence with the word "brother." Brother, brother, <laughs> doesn't matter, doesn't matter, brother. I should have brought in. I bought some rocky. I should have brought it in. You did? Yeah, I did. Oh. Did you really? Sure did. Bought it at the airport. Oh, and you, you didn't bring it. You fake Serb. <laughs> you bought it at like the duty free store at the airport? Yeah. Oh my God. That's exactly what I did. 100 I know. Well, I was going to try. I should have, Jed, then just poured it into the Coke bottle that I had That's with me. That's what you should have done. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have time to make my own. Sorry. Uh, AJ Walker says I think Memphis did a really good bothering 
uh, in parens, fouling Slash Jokic. scratching. Yeah, but if Jokic can have a superhuman series due to matchup, do we have a solid plan B? I think if Jokic can't, can't have, have a superhuman yes. series. Do we have a solid um, plan B if we can't rely on Jokic's dominance? No, we don't. Honestly. No, but no team does. Like, yeah. I mean, what are we talking about? I mean, about? I, I think in, in a first-round series, I don't think Jokic has to be superhuman. No, I think you can like play an A series. You know, I mean, oh sure, but uh, yeah. First of all, Jokic is superhuman, so yeah, for him to be himself would be a superhuman performance. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like a lot of what Jokic can't play bad in the Nuggets win though. That's yes, but like happen. what right. what needs to happen is that when Jokic makes perfect passes to wide open teammates, they have to hit them. True, and then a little something called spacing takes place. And then Jokic is able to operate more clearly, cleanly. It's just in that in that vein, though, I will say that the Nuggets will at some point have to win without when they can't make a shot. Absolutely. And, and so you would hope yeah. that. And tonight, like, look, that they didn't have it in them. Not that it's surprising. But look, I would love for them to win a game this year where they shoot twenty percent from three against a good team. It'd be awesome if they had like because you just need that. You need the, those reps under your we, belt. We have see, we have seen gritty wins out of this team. Yeah. And we've we've seen them win in every kind of way. We spent tonight. all first part of this or the, the whole season talking about oh, this team's different. They win te- win games they would typically lose. All of this stuff. Tonight they just sucked. They, they just sucked, man. Yeah. Uh, what was next? All right. Uh R33VO back says, "I blame Dev." Hashtag #redacted <laughs> Man, people not gonna, are really people are like, what are they doing? The people who have the most riding on this playoffs, Jokic, yeah, Dev, yes, and Eric. <laughs> I, me, my, me and Dev are taking more heat than Michael Porter Jr. tonight. It's sad. Uh, <laughs> True. <laughs> Uh, Lanking Ball says, uh, <laughs> where vote when my guy Jason Tatum hits game oh winner, and that's the team to win it all. Oh, I, my the, God. The, the funny thing is, uh, vote is in the greater Boston area, probably. I can't believe I had to read that. You know what? You pay for it. We read it, though. That's what happens. Or the greater New England area. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's those are not the same area. Just <laughs> FYI. Uh, a good four hours away. Ryan, our man, it, who's in the Boston area. Says, can they get that number one overall seed if they have a five-man bench in every remaining game? Well, not if they play like they did tonight, because <laughs> they'd probably lose most of those games. Uh, but I don't think the bench will be this bad every night. They can't be. They'll they won't have jobs. They'll <laughs> yeah. be cut. They'll be... That was bad, man. Yeah. Bad game. All right. Uh, Tyler Lee says, "Hey guys." Denver rivals to end ALZ raise five hundred and seventy dollars yeah. to tonight's watch party. Thanks for the love, PNBR yeah. fan. That is five, fantastic. Five seven zero five hundred seventy bucks tonight. Now that some people fantastic. coming in, Shout out making to everybody donations, at the bar. making donations at the bar. That's awesome. Tonight. Yeah, yeah, if you really want to talk about some real silver linings tonight, the bar Hell was yeah. absolutely popping. Nuggets fans and Avs fans are ready for it. It may be the dog days for the players, but the Nuggets faithful is hungry and they want it. They're ready for community. They're ready for vibes. They're ready to support and they're ready to believe. And it was just such a beautiful night that was just spoiled so deeply by the performance of the Denver Nuggets. But it just like walking back in here, you know, I've been, I've been away for a little bit. Um, It just felt good, man. Like it just feels good to come back and like see this thing that's been building for however long and like see this familiar faces and see just people willing to wait, you know, for an hour for a table because we had a takeover event happening at the same time. So there was going to be some in and out and it just, it's very heartening and it just like makes me feel like that good things are on the horizon. Absolutely. I mean, this place was the best place to be miserable tonight. It was. Yes. Yes. I was miserable. Very glad I wasn't just like, yeah, just by myself for this one. No, in all sincerity though, like we always hear it from people when they come out, they're always like pumped about it and, and, it's met people from what New York today. Yes. Met somebody from St. Louis. Met longtime Twitter Lions. homies. Yeah, uh, it was always great. So beautiful. Do I still have to wear this uh, stethoscope, by the way? You actually don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take it off. It's actually choking my neck a little bit. <laughs> I think I stole that from my children. What, el- what else do we have? <laughs> Those are all the super chats. Right. And again, uh, if you hear a knock at the door, that is the police coming for a wellness check, each and every one of you. Oh. Hit that outro music. <laughs> Kale, you got to start just bringing up King of the yeah, Game. If we King don't get game. to it when it comes to him. It's Jack, Jack White. White. <laughs> oh, my God. It was Jack White, who apparently doesn't have a photo. 
So we went with angry Cubs fan Jack White. I, this is my favorite photo the internet has ever given us. It's nothing is more appropriate. Nothing sums this game up more than that this is the photo best of Jack White. Face. That is the best look, man. Just so crotchety. All right, everybody that rode with us, you guys are all first teamers, man. You ride through that loser. There's losers lounge, and then there's like Yo. thirty point blowout game was over at halftime. And you guys are where the real ones. We strap a stethoscope to Eric. Yeah, where we, yeah, any losers lounge where a prop comes out. <laughs> it's because that halftime we're like, what are we gonna do, guys? Shit, what are we gonna, what are we gonna do to make this show hour. entertaining? <laughs> we gotta do something. Somebody run somewhere and get a costume. We have a clown nose for Eric. Yeah. We should get a clown nose. <laughs> everybody, thanks so much. Hit that like button. Guess what? We're back tomorrow. We'll see you guys oh, then. Oh, let's go home. <laughs>